Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Coach Jay from the Power Shift Mindset Podcast. As we cover topics on the podcast that cover all aspects of health, I wanted to tell you more about my personal coaching page, BeMotivation.com. With over 20 years of coaching, I'm proud to now offer personal training. This includes personalized workout programs with video call check-ins weekly. And if you're in Central Connecticut, I can travel to you for one-on-one training. As an ISSA certified personal trainer who absolutely loves coaching, I'll help you achieve your physical health goals. Please check out BeamMotivation.com. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm here once again with Trudy Sedana. And today we're talking about confidence. And I'm going to start off asking Trudy a question. When you have an audition, I mean, provided you looked over the script, you like everything about it, are you usually confident going into that audition? Yes. When I'm prepared, I feel more confident, but even if I'm not prepared because I've worked on myself so much for me, it's about as long as I'm connected with myself and I'm speaking from my heart and it's in my body, I'm in my body and I'm connected to myself. I'm 100% confident. So would you consider yourself a confident person? On most days? Yes. But I mean, I have my days where I, you know, I don't, feel my best, just like anybody else, just being a human being. Uh, how about yourself? Would right. you consider well, yourself? Uh, I have a follow-up question for that. So now, okay. if I, now if I put you on the shooting line at a big archery tournament with all sorts of Olympians watching you and I hand you a bow and say, here, everyone's watching, take a shot. Could you do that? Or would it be a little nerve wracking? I would do it. I mean, I do and I have fun with it and I'd probably laugh at myself because I wouldn't know what I'm doing, but I would go into it you know, okay, so my one of my coaches said this to me once, and he's an acting coach in Hollywood. He said, if you think you're going to look like an idiot, you're going to look like an idiot. He's like, if you commit to whatever you're doing, whether it's archery or whether it's cooking something you never cooked before, like if you commit, and even if you end up looking like an idiot, but you're committed, you are going to come across as confident and you're just going to be not giving a crap what anybody thinks. And that's what confidence is. You don't give, you know, your flaws, you know, where your strengths, your weaknesses. Archery is obviously probably one of my weaknesses. I've never done it before, but you, as long as you're committing to whatever you're doing, I think that's when you can be confident. I had posted out there about topics. And one of the replies I got was how do you increase your confidence? And the person that actually did this, and I got his permission to use his name, is my friend Aaron, who recorded our intro for the show. Mm -hmm. Now, if I look at Aaron and I see him as a DJ, as a a drummer, I've marched in drum corps with him. I competed in opposite drum corps against him. We played in a band back in high school together. He's an amazing drummer. I see confidence all the time with him. Now, if I put him with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, gave him a baseball bat, he probably wouldn't be as I'm going to use the word confidence. I don't think it's always a case of confidence because I think confidence is a personality trait. 
I think confidence gets confused with comfort. You and I had the confidence to start this podcast. If we go back to the first episode and just our interactions with each other and the, the little pauses between our, our dialogue, I think the comfort was less there. The confidence was there just like it is now. I think as we've gone, we haven't built our confidence. We built our comfort. And I think the two of them get mixed up at times. Yes. I definitely feel that comfort and confidence can go together. And I do exactly. So what you're saying from when we started in the beginning, the comfort level, it's also about preparation, right? So when we feel prepared for something, we feel more comfortable. When we don't feel prepared, we don't feel as comfortable. And that's where the lack of confidence comes in. So if you put someone in a room, like you said, put me in archery. If I put you in an audition room, you're going to be like, what? I'm like, what? But if we bring, even though we're uncomfortable, if we keep thinking that we're uncomfortable, then that's how it's going to play out. So if you continue to think like, oh my gosh, I'm this, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm thinking all these other things, then that's, that's what's going to come across. But, you know, there is a fake until you make it. I don't know if I, I agree with that to some degree, but it's whatever you, whatever you feel is going to go out there in your body, in your language, in, in your vocabulary and everything. So yeah, I think comfort is a part of it for sure. Yeah. I definitely think comfort plays into it. Um, The more comfortable, like you said, you are, I think that plays into the confidence more than the other way around. Uh, I mean, I've gone, I've gone back when I talk about the health and fitness. uh, I would say I was always a, a confident person. Um, never cocky or conceited or anything like that. But as, as I got myself physically healthier and then that played into the mental and emotional, I can look into a mirror and I definitely have more confidence in myself as an overall person now than I did four or five years ago. And so I think if you take, and I, I don't know specifically what Aaron was asking in terms of relating this to. So maybe there's something outside the entertainment industry. Like I said, he's a DJ. He's an amazing musician, plays multiple instruments, primarily drummer, percussionist. Um, and he's, he's a big guy. He's six, two, six, three. And he, he's a big guy and he, he can dance. He line dances. He DJs at a local and country bar. And, and if you saw him on, on his feet, I would never have the, I'm going to use the word confidence, or comfort to do that. And so when you watch someone, if, if you can take what you're confident or comfortable doing and apply that mindset to whatever you think you're not being confident in, I think the confidence will be there. So however, in Aaron's case, however he feels when he's behind the mixing board or behind his drum set, if he takes that same mindset and brings it to the plate in the bottom of the ninth of a softball game or a baseball game, he will be confident. It's got, it's that mindset of, wait a minute, I know what it feels like to be confident. Let me apply it to this other field. And I think that will, will help, help you get more comfortable. Yes. I think that's a great example that you just said. It's about like, you could put him on a baseball field, like you said, and even though he DJs and if he brings that same mindset into it, sure. He can be confident. I think also, just in everyday life, when you're going into a situation 
I think you hit a hiccup when you are trying to be something you're not, like when you're trying to bring your A game or you're trying to make an impression, that's when you come across as like, "Mm, this person just seems like disconnected or fake. And the only reason that is, is because you're not connecting with yourself and you're not coming from where you're connected to your heart. Because when you're being yourself, regardless of your flaws, you know your flaws, you know your strengths and you walk into a room knowing that about yourself and being okay with it and connected with yourself and just being the purest version of you, that's when you're going to come across as confident. And people are going to feel that when they're with you and they're going to trust you more and they're going to want to get to know you more. But, you know, I think about, I don't know if you, you know, when you went to buy a car, you see that desperate car salesman. And that's an analogy that is used a lot, but it's like, oh, like, he's like, I need to meet my quota or like, I need this. But the confidence car salesman is like, you know what? I know what I have to offer. This is good. I know this car inside and out. They want to buy it. Cool. If they don't want to buy it, I know someone else is going to buy it. I know this car is going to sell. So there's that like, oh, he's confident. Like he knows there's something about this car. But then there's the car someone's like, please buy it, even though they're not exactly saying that. But you can tell that like, it's this leak of like desperation or like they feel insecure. And you're like, I don't really want to buy a car from this person, you know? And it's the same thing, like I said, in everyday life. So it's really about you building that confidence when you connect with yourself, your true self inside. And the best way to do that, at least from what I learned in my classes, as cheesy as it sounds, is when you're really connected to your heart, because you cannot go wrong when you're connected to your heart. And it's, it's just a beautiful thing. I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that and that connection thing, but to go back to where you mentioned, like, if you were to take that shot with the bow, you might look like a fool. And I think the people that are, are, are confident in themselves and, and don't always get rattled by other people's reactions, whether, whether it's positive or negative. Yes. It's good to hear the positive stuff and it is upsetting to hear the negative stuff, but you've, you don't let either of those and sway you in either direction extremely. And I think that person that does have that confidence can go and do something they're not comfortable with and appear to be comfortable because they have just that overall confidence in who they are and whether it's that person that, I mean, we all know that the, the class clown of our friends that at any party, whether they know people can just make a joke. And I mean, we might say make a fool of themselves, but they're just, they're making people laugh because they have that confident personality. Yeah. How about when you like think about a situation in your life, maybe you were trying to make an impression. Maybe it was whether it was in your friend circle or your relationships or for a job situation and maybe you messed up, right? Like maybe you're like, oh, I messed up. But didn't that make you more human and relatable? I feel like that's more, I would be like, oh, I want to get to know that person. You just did the funniest thing and he didn't even mean to do that, but he's laughing at himself or he's just like, he tried to do it perfectly, but it came out like the total opposite. And that's, now I want to get to know you because I'm like, oh, like, he's just human. He's just like, he messed up. And like, now he can laugh at himself. Whereas the person who's like trying to, you know, cover it up, maybe like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I look like such an idiot. It's just like, come on. Like, why, why are you giving yourself a hard time? Laugh at yourself. You tripped and fell on the sidewalk. Oh my God. I just like, ow, that hurt. Like, but you know what? You know what? That's happened in a while. It's 
kind of fun to fall and just making it something light instead of making it so serious and thinking that you have to be this perfect person all the time because imperfection I think imperfection is part of confidence too and it just makes us connect with people more well you kind of touched on kind of like selling the point and and I know I mentioned the the coaching a lot and and I coached high school soccer for 15 years and then uh, I stepped away from the coaching for a year. And then I joined the dark side and now I'm actually a high school referee. So I get to view the game from the other side. And it, you believe me, you view it different as an official than you do, whether you're wearing the black or white, there was always 72 fouls against your team as a coach, as an official, I see like five fouls the entire game. And one of the things that they tell us in our training is when you make the call right or wrong, make it with authority blow that whistle, make your call and just sell the call, whether it's right. Obviously you want to make the right call, but if it's, if the call's against the team whose bench you're making the call in front of a 99 out of a hundred times, the coach is going to argue with you, but and you make the call blue going this way, just do it with authority. If you, if you do it with that shakiness or that uncertainty, like ah, I think it was blue and you're in front of the red bench you're going to get attacked. If you do it with confidence, no coach, we're going this way. And you just get the game going. And if yeah. you, if you sell it with confidence, then usually they won't argue with you. I mean, you saw what you saw and you just go at it, but you have to, you have to have that. You have to sell it. And, and when you yeah. do it, it shows that you, it, you appear confident that in the call and just keep moving forward. Absolutely. That's the, um... That's a really interesting analogy too, like blowing the whistle and saying it with authority or just being so sure about it. So let me ask you this. When have you felt, or when do you feel most confident about yourself? The most confident? Yeah. In uh, any, well, like in a situation, like when do you feel mo most confident about yourself? In, in general, I, I feel very confident in, in a coaching environment. Uh, my cousin actually posted on Facebook today, said, what could you talk for 20 minutes about with no preparation? And I, I put down coaching. Um, also, uh, when I played music, when I played in a band, bass being my main instrument on stage, I mean, I was always confident and comfortable. And, and uh, going with that, again, like you mentioned preparation. And when I was playing in a band, we were, I was playing, picking up my bass every day. I was playing, we were rehearsing every week we were playing. If all of a sudden they called me up now and said, Hey, we're going to do a gig and pull up the 20 songs that we played 15 years ago and expect it, expect to go on stage and play it with confidence. There'd be, I'd be confident enough to get up there and play, but I'd probably be a little unsure that i mean just conditioning I and mean, my fingers are not in the shape that they were 15 years ago but as far as the confidence to play i mean i was always comfortable and confident being on stage and playing um and so I'd, I'd say that a lot of sports and music are two of my passions so that that's where i'm extremely confident in what i can do and and like you said even going back to the kind of making a fool out of yourself Guitar is not my main instrument, but I'll pick up my acoustic with a bunch of friends and sit around the campfire and just trudge away at it, even though it's not going to be perfect, but I have the confidence to just sit there and have fun with it. 
Yeah. And do you think if you went up on stage now, like if they were like, hey, Jay, like just play something. If you silenced everything around you and you just connected with yourself, you, I'm sure, would be able to play something, even though it wouldn't be as perfect as you think it would be because you hadn't prepared. But I'm sure like something and you just like riding a bicycle, right? Like when we did when we were kids, even though you haven't ridden one in a while, if you were to go on one now, I'm sure you would know it in some way. Like it would just come back to you in your body. Oh, I, I can That's definitely get I can definitely get on stage now, no problem, and and play something. And but to go if all of a sudden we had a full gig and we had to play for two hours. That's what I'm saying. But to go to an open mic and play two or three things. Yeah. Two, yeah. No and one of the best musical experiences I had was on my honeymoon, we went to a, uh, a resort in Jamaica and they hung something up saying that they do a uh, like a guest talent show. So all the people that are staying at the resort, whatever you do, whether you do comedy, singing, music, whatever. And they said, all right, meet us down at the pavilion at one o'clock for rehearsal so we can sign you up. And there's a band on stage and, I mean, I'm in Jamaica. I, it's a lot of reggae based music. And I, I picked up the bass. Hey, what do you play? I said, I play bass. Here you go, man, play it. So I pick it up <laughs> and, and I start, I started playing down in the corner. And if you're 40 years, 45 years old or older, you'd recognize it. Overplayed classic rock song, the bass line. And, and they're like, no man, play staccato. So now I'm playing do, 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 do. All of a sudden, this overplayed classic rock baseline became a reggae jam. Here I am in a completely different culture, but it's the only international language that can be played anywhere and understood by anyone. So I'm playing this one baseline. We just revamped it, turned it into a different groove and just played. And then they saw me playing with the drumsticks just on the stage and they kind of forced me to get up and play drums. And back then I didn't play anywhere near how I can play a drum set. Now I march, but two totally different ways of playing. And they said, here, no, you got to play. And they sent me up there and in front of the whole place, I'm playing drum set and probably made a fool of myself, but I just, I love music and I'm confident in music where it didn't bother me. I was comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. Cause you were just going one with the flow you know they're telling you do it this way and you're like okay and you seem like you weren't from I mean from what you're telling me I wasn't there but it seems like you weren't in your head and you were just present and that's another thing too that I think has to do with confidence is when you let go of like the idea of what it is to be confident and just be in that moment because that's again the authentic thing when you're just present and in the moment you're being authentic and you're more relaxed that's another thing like the comfort thing so that's probably why you're able to play something you probably wouldn't be playing on any other occasion because you were they asked you to play like a reggae beat or whatever it was and you're like oh well i played this song before down on the corner i know the beat to this song but you just went with it and that's another thing is just going with the flow. I know for me, at least I, anytime I've been in my head, especially in auditions, which I used to do back in the day so much, I like would watch it back and I'm like, what am I doing? And now I see the difference in my videos, even like people who have given me feedback, my coaches, my managers, 
my partner with the magazine, she said, there's something very different now when you do your interviews, even for the magazine. She's like, you're just, you seem so confident. And I just told her, I was like, you know, I'm just being myself. I'm having fun when I go in. Yeah, I'm asking questions, but it's such an authentic conversation that I'm so present with the person in front of me and with myself and I'm relaxed. And then when I watch it back, I'm like, oh, wow, we're just having fun. And that's just, even I'm like, oh, like my tooth looks weird or this looks weird, like whatever. I'm just being me and I don't care because that's when I feel my best. Even if I'm not dolled up from head to toe, if I'm comfortable in myself and how I'm feeling, that's when I feel 100% confident. Yeah, you you mentioned authenticity a lot. And I mean, that was one of the topics of the podcast a, a few weeks ago. And I I've definitely have the confidence in who I am enough to be authentic when I present myself. And I know there's a lot of cases you go into a job interview or you ask that person out on a date or whatever, you need to kind of sell yourself. So you get that job. So you get that date. I'm to the point where, I mean, I've spoken to people where I'm like, listen, And one of the things that my coach used to say to me and to the team was be true to yourself. And I'm not going to oversell myself. I'm going to tell you exactly what I have. If I only have three weeks experience in something, I'm going to tell you, listen, I've only been doing this for three weeks, but this is what my background has. This is what I have to offer. So I'm giving you one, I'm showing you that I have integrity and I can be truthful. And I have the confidence that who I am, what I know is enough to get me where I need to go rather than trying to sell something bigger. And then you embarrass yourself when all of a sudden a task comes that you're not qualified for. And then how do you explain that one? So that that's the thing to the authenticity in it. If you have that confidence in yourself, you don't need to try to upsell yourself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's when, again, that's when you just are like, eh, like I just, I don't know if I want to hire this guy. I don't know if I want to hang out with her. Like she just seems like she's trying to sell me something. People then can tell. You can tell when there's that, oh, they're trying to be confident. They're trying to do this. And when you are something, whether it's confident or kind, you don't have to try to do anything. You just are like and people can just pick up on it like have you ever gone somewhere to like a party maybe you meet someone and you just kind of go like it's not even something they necessarily did and they're but they're talking and you're just like I just don't feel like I'm connecting with this person because I feel like they're trying to act a certain way and and maybe they're not even, maybe they're doing it because they, they want to be confident. They, they're trying to be, but they're going about it the wrong way because they're trying to sell themselves. And like you said, when you know, when you know what you have and you're like, you know, I've been doing this for three weeks or like, I've been doing this for a day, or, you know what, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I want to learn. Like, I want to learn how to do this. I've never done this before. That to me, I'm like, I want to work with that person. I want to work with that person. She's never done it before, but I like her attitude. And I like that she just openly said she's never done it before. And she didn't try to ask me like, oh my God, please, like, will you hire me? Or like, please, like that too much. And you don't have to do that. You as a person are just enough 
as you are. And I think we forget that sometimes. Like if you were to just sit on a bench, forget your job, forget how much money is in your bank, forget what kind of clothes or designers you wear, you're just sitting on a bench. You are enough, just sitting on that bench and sitting next to you quietly. Oh, I like their vibe. Something gentle about their vibe. That's enough. And I think we just have to remember that sometimes because we get caught up in like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. Or, oh my gosh, I need to change my body more. Like, oh, like I have this flab or oh, I didn't get anything done today. Or, oh, I didn't make that money that I wanted to make. And that's not what's, sure, it's important. I'm not saying it's not important, but you are so much more than that. You're so much more than that. Like, I, I think people forget how extraordinary they are. That's all. It kind of goes back to that success versus winning. Success is based on how you perform. Winning is based on your success in relation to the guy next to you. If they were slightly yeah. more successful, you don't win. If they were slightly less successful, you do win. So it's same thing with that confidence. If you look at what you can do, in, in whatever field and overall, whether it's music, sports, arts, uh, you look at what you can do and you base it on, this is my ability and you don't compare it to that guy next to you, then you're going to build that confidence. It's when you start saying, when you look at yourself and you say, oh, I can do this. I mean, I'll, I'll go back to Aaron an amazing drummer. And for those of you that are musicians and listen to Rush, throw a Neil Peart song on and he can play pretty much every one of them note for note. And the probably the best drummer I've played, especially with progressive rock, that type of stuff. Yet when you look at guitar centers and top drummer competition that they do throughout the country, he tells me, oh, I have no chance in, in winning that. And so he, he's comparing himself to the other people. Now, I will say that he is educated enough to say, oh, no, I haven't been playing. It's kind of like when I said when the band was practicing all the time, I was more confident. If we go back to our high school days where he was in behind his drum set every day, where he was working on his rudiments, which are the drumming equivalent to learning your scales and stuff like that. At that point, he probably would have been more prepared to do a competition like that. Um, but it's again, if he, he's go to that open mic, put him on the drum set. He's going to be confident enough to do that. But then when he compares himself to other people there, if you worry about your relation to someone else, that could tarnish your confidence a little, just worry about how you perform and what you're doing and realize you can, you can do it. Yes. And to touch on that, the comparison thing, this is really interesting because I, I also think that what we can do. So let's say we look up to someone uh, okay, I'm going to give an example. Gal Gadot, right? Wonder Woman. So let's say I want to be not comparing myself to her, but I'm like, you know what? Like, I love this essence she has. She has this confidence. She has this charisma when she walks into a room. How did she do that? Like, how does she do it? Hmm. Okay. She seems so aligned with herself and she just seems like she's just being the purest version of herself. Okay. I want to bring that type of vibe into an interview or into the next party I go to. So what I can do is, okay, watch, let's say one of her interviews. Okay, now I'm going to repeat what she says, her body language. And that's an exercise that I learned that I found to be very, very helpful because in a way it's going into her subconscious. So like, let's say I watch her video and she says, 
you know what, Jimmy, I'm just having like, the best time of my life. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to repeat what she just said the same exact way her body language. And that way it's embedded in me now too. So I'm somehow linking her vibe with my own vibe. And this could be anybody, like anybody you look up to, go watch one of their videos on YouTube and don't compare. Ask yourself, hmm, how can I bring that vibe into myself? Because I already have that within me. So that confidence that they're looking for that somebody else has like a celebrity. Okay, but I have that in me too. So how do I link it? By practicing this video or doing it how she did it and oh now it's in me because I already have it already so it already exists within you so what you're doing is just not comparing yourself you're like oh okay I'm gonna raise that confidence level to level from level five to ten now and now you go into that party and people are like hmm or that interview okay what is it about her she reminds me of someone or she did something you know, just like you hang out with your friends or people around you, do you notice that you start to speak like them or your mannerisms start to become like people close to you in your environment? I don't know about you, but I noticed that about myself. I got that when I was coaching soccer and I, I'm, I'm Portuguese on my mother's side and we speak it a little in the house. I don't speak it fluently, but I had a lot of Brazilians on the soccer team. And by the time they became seniors, my Portuguese had that Brazilian accent, which was driving me nuts. It's, it's, it's a, it's a very different accent than coming from Portugal. And then my family is also from the Azores from the islands. But just like you said, you're around them all of a sudden, my Portuguese coming out with that Brazilian accent from hearing yes. them talk all the time. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned the, the tools or, or learning from watching someone's vibe and, and just incorporating it into who you are, not changing who you are, but taking that in. And I use exactly, that, just I use that with, with sports and, and how high school athletes are well beyond where they were. I mean, back when I played and, and before that, because of YouTube, you're a basketball player or a soccer player. And you look at these, the fancy moves that your favorite player does. You can go onto YouTube, watch them do it, watch them do it in slow motion, go in your backyard, learn it, go grab the next one, learn it. And then, apply that to, to who you are. Now you have the confidence because you took all those tools. So now when you have that tryout or that audition and you can add that to it, it's going to build, build your confidence. It's not changing who you are, but it's taking any resource you can to help you feel more comfortable with who you are and, and where you're going with it. Yes. Yes. 100%. Like you said about the Portuguese thing, like that's exactly what it is. It's like your environment too. So why not practice it if you want to raise your confidence and you not, like I said, not compare, but you um, look up to someone or you admire their qualities. Why not ask instead of, oh, why can't I be like her? Instead of like, how did she do it? How? Instead of why, why this? Why am I not like this? Just how? What's their secret? What's, what's the how behind it? Because then you're rewiring your own mindset too of like, Hmm, what can I learn? How can I do this for myself? Because anything anybody else has, you also have in you. It's just your choice if you want to do something about it. And, you know, you have access to all those things, just like you have access to all those positive traits, you have access to all those negative traits as well. 
but it's your choice. It's what you choose to do about it. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, and like I said, the confidence is, is going to be in you, your, your personality. It, it, that's a, a trait that you have. And I think, like I said earlier, I think comfort is depending on the situation you're put in. And I think some people are saying, Oh, I'm not confident enough to do that where it's more of a comfort situation. Well, and- that's because they're not in their body. I mean, they're in their head. That's when you're not comfortable is when you're in your head. I can promise you that if you are in your head, you're not going to be comfortable. If you're out of your head and you're really just like, but I don't know what it is for people that works, whether it's working out or yoga, meditation, whatever makes you feel good before you go into a situation that you feel like you have to be confident, do that, do that that will make you feel so good. If I love eating chocolate, mm, okay, I'm gonna eat that chocolate now. Now I'm feeling confident. I ate my chocolate, that makes me feel good. Or you know what, I did my yoga, I did my meditation, I went for my drive. I don't know what it is, I can't speak for everyone. But do that one thing before that makes you just smile, makes you feel good because that's going to elevate you. And that's going to, as I've talked before in other podcasts, it's going to raise your vibration. So maybe play your favorite song, dance to it, moving your body too. That's another way to get out of your, your head is by moving your body, whether it's walking. So all those little things, they are going to make a difference, but again, it's up to you. (laughs) So, so to close, what would be your, your couple points on, on building confidence, or if you want to use the comfort as well. Sure. Uh, definitely recognize if you're connected to your heart and you're speaking from your heart and just ask yourself this question before going into a situation. Am I being the purest version of myself right now? Those are my two yeah. tips, two top tips. And I think if take something that you do well and something that you are confident in doing and whatever that mindset is, take it into that other realm where you think you don't have confidence, where I believe it's probably more of a comfort situation. So that mindset you have in doing what you are confident in doing, set yourself up mentally and emotionally to go and physically do that other task with that same mindset and put yourself into that uncomfortable situation. So if you're, if you're that, that musician that is nervous about doing this big gig, go find an open mic where you need to play one song, get up on stage and just do one song. And next week, get up and see if you can play two songs and build up the comfort. So then the next time when it's time to do that gig, you have the confidence to do it that you use from the other tasks that you do where you are confident. I love that. Just, yeah, really just get out of your comfort zone. Sometimes you got to get uncomfortable being comfortable. And that's the, that's the way that you're going to grow. Like you said, the open mic night, you've never done it before. Do one next week, do another. It's just about taking that one bold step and then your life can change. Uh, like I said, you and I had the the confidence to start this podcast and I know there's a way with SoundCloud where I can go and and remix and put the first podcast up, but I kind of like having the first 
I'd say by the third one, we started to have a little more of a natural feel. I like to be able to point out and have people go back and listen to the first one. Now, is there a chance that someone might start from episode one and say, wow, these guys sound like a train wreck. I'm not going any further. <laughs> you know, there's a possibility. I don't think we were that bad, but I do have friends who are in theater and acting and voice yeah. coaching who have listened and they said, wow, the, the difference between now and what it was in the beginning, you can see, and they use the word confidence, but again, I feel is more the comfort. We got more comfortable in this situation, which then is going to increase our confidence. Absolutely. That's so funny too. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was definitely uncomfortable when I first started out because I had no idea what I was doing, but had we not done it, then we would have never taken that risk and be where we are now. So I'm grateful for all the steps and all the embarrassing ums and ahs and all those moments because I feel way more comfortable now. And I always feel like there's always something to learn and nothing is ever perfect. So even if you improve, there's always something else to learn. So I know that my next, the next episode we do, okay, what can I do better? Why am I, what did I learn about the last podcast about myself that I could work on? So it's always that mindset of what am I learning? What can I learn? What else can I do instead of just staying complacent? Yeah. And with, with that, I mean, thanks for listening this week. And usually I mentioned all our Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that, but I have a pre-recorded outro from my friend, Aaron, one of the most confident people that I know, even though he might be seeing different who you'll hear him plug our Facebook and Instagram on the, uh, closing credits and thanks again for listening thanks guys hey guys coach jay here and as you've heard on the podcast shooty and i have multiple projects that we're working on and i'd like to mention one of shooty's other projects hey beauty mag discover how to reset and rejuvenate your mind to live the best life with women who are no longer afraid to share their failures that lead to success Check them out on Instagram at HeyBeautyMag, that's H-E-Y-B-E-A-U-T-I-M-A-G, or check them out at HeyBeautyMag.com. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset. And also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.